Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare. Got a special one off episode for you this time. What you're about to hear is the first, and so far only, performance of Lights Out, a merely role players stage show recorded live at the Pleasance Theatre back in October. I'm really happy we can share this for everyone who didn't make it to London for the live performance, and so that you can relive it even if you did make it. This being a live recording, obviously it sounds a bit different to what you usually get here, but the amazing Andy Crane has worked some magic to make it the best it can be for you. So please take your seats in the Pleasant Theatre downstairs. Tonight's performance is about to begin. Welcome to the London Horror Festival, to the Pleasance Downstairs, and to Lights Out, the first stage show from the people who brought you the Merely Role Players podcast. My name's Matt, I'm the host of that podcast, and I'll be your master of ceremonies for the next hour. The first thing that we're going to need is a couple of people from the audience who are good at shuffling. We've got two decks of tarot cards that are going to want a really good shuffle. <laughs> And while you're doing that, I'll just give a quick shout out to the work of the game designer Stephen Dewey, who set us on the road to this show when they created a role-playing game called Ten Candles. There's a link to that game in your program, and if you're looking for something to play with a few friends <coughs> in a dark room on a Halloween, you will not find a better game than that, I don't think. Uh, people shuffling, can you shuffle those really well? We want those decks to be a nice clean slate for fate to draw on. Imagine that you're scrubbing them clean of anything that we might have all done during rehearsals, consciously or unconsciously, to try to change or influence what those cards are going to show us tonight. Because between now and 9.30, those cards and these candles are going to help us shed some new light on what really happened to the Blackout Four. As I'm sure you're all aware, the Blackout Four were infamously last seen in winter 2017, boarding the last Northern Line train of the night. An unknown fault stranded their train, and all anybody knows beyond that point is that not one of the four survived the night. So whatever we find here, I'm afraid it's not gonna be a happy ending. But how are a bunch of theatrical people who play role-playing games on a podcast going to shed new light on those events when all the forensics experts and what have you have failed? First of all, we have here the next best thing to the Blackout for themselves, back from the dead. Our cast here have spent an extensive development period studying all known records of the Blackout for so that they can portray them for you here tonight. And I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Alexander Pankhurst. I will be taking on the role of Freddy 
Harrison Wood. He was a banker in the city of London. Um, he was quite a brave, outgoing gentleman. Um, and given from what I've gleaned from the research that I've done, even in the, in the most darkest of moments, he would be able to find hope when he could prove himself to others. This candle will represent his life and I will do everything in my power to keep it alive. Thank you. Hello, my name is Natalie Winter. I will be taking on the role of Kate Walker. Kate was a maintenance engineer for TfL. She'd just passed her apprenticeship. She was still pretty young. Um, tonight she was on her way to work. Uh, through my research, I know she was also a carer to her younger sister, Beth. At her best, she, uh, she could be pretty darn tough, could Kate, but uh, even in the direst of circumstances, she could always find hope when she didn't have the weight of responsibility on her shoulders anymore. This flame represents her life force, and long may it burn. Hello, uh, I'm Richard Stratton. I will be um, taking on uh, uh, the role of Harry Bleasdale. He was a journalist working for the Metro on the transportation beat. Uh, and on the night in question, he was actually following along uh, with Kate, um, writing a piece on kind of young uh, people working for TfL. Um, he was at his best when he was at his most inquisitive, as you might expect from a journalist. And Based on everything I, I've learned from him, I, I think he, uh, even in his darkest times, would have found hope when he managed to get to the bottom of something. Um, this candle represents his life, and I will do my damnedest to keep it lit. Thank you. I'm Helen. I'm taking on the role of Agnes Jones. Um, Agnes was a young Londoner who was just heading home after a ghost tour. And that's what brought her to the Northern Line that night. Uh, based on my research, I found Agnes to be an intuitive, open-hearted and curious person with a, a, a sense that there, there, are, there is the supernatural. She wasn't necessarily totally sure what was happening, but she, she was on her way to seeing her second sight, I think. Um, I believe Agnes would find hope if she faced a dark force unflinchingly. This candle represents her life, long may it burn. So our cast's role is to get into character and show us what the blackout form might have done in any given situation. My role is to present them with those situations, starting with the last known movements of the Blackout Four. And uh, those cards, if we can have those back, uh, will be taking on the role of fate. The real Blackout Four were dealt a strange hand. And if our cast's preparations hold true, and if you've shuffled these cards clean for us, and if all of us here shine our attention on the darkness surrounding those events, we might just draw the same hand here tonight. We all ready? 
Yep. The train carrying the Black Elk Four screeched to a halt in the tunnel. The brakes slamming on as the lights went out. What happened then? Uh, Harry would have first got out his notebook. Uh, this is brilliant. He thought uh, it was going to be a pretty dull story, really, just following somebody around, uh, fixing train lines or whatever, but um, it's looking like it might be uh, something more interesting. So um, Harry is frantically scribbling down where they were, the, uh, the station they just left, um, and uh, turns to Kate and saying, so, uh, what happened? Uh, uh, Kate looks baffled a little bit. Uh, intimidated by suddenly being asked immediately what happened when she's not sure herself. Um, but she she gets up and she heads to, um, there's a panel on tube, so there's a little intercom. It doesn't, uh, it's not in use very often, but um, she tries to contact the driver. And just while Kate's doing that, what were the other two in the carriage doing? I think Freddie has sort of just... Risen from a slumber, um, he's had a couple on the night out, um, leading to his tube journey. He's, he's got a pizza on his lap that has <laughs> fallen to the floor, and he, he sort of picks it up and blearily looks around at everyone else and, and asks the same question. What, sorry, what, what's, going on? what's going on? Uh, I, I don't know. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look into it. It would have taken Agnes a few moments to notice that this was an abnormal stop in any way. Just um, absolutely into her phone and her podcast. So I can see that this would happen. And then eventually she looks at, looks at the others and says, why are they not saying anything over the intercom? Did, did I miss it? They are not saying anything over the intercom. In fact, there's not even a connection tone. It seems to be completely dead, no power. Um, and we were, we were still in the tunnel. Yep, between stations. And the train carriage had gone dark? Everything is dark, apart from uh, the light from Agnes's phone screen. Um, Kate has a head torch in her kit bag, which she puts on, and another spare torch, which she uh, here passes to Harry. So is this a common occurrence? Uh, how many trains have you been on that have broken down? Um, none so far. Can you not write everything I mean, down while I'm trying to part of the story. Out. So do we get yeah. off the train? Do we stay on the train? Um, uh, bear with me. Uh, hang on. Um, Does she's... anybody want any pizza while we're <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm good. Do you work here? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty new, uh, though. So this is... Um, I was supposed to be heading to the station to check in with my manager right. to see what... I'm meant to be I'm... writing a piece on the best and brightest, so I'm hopeful that... Um... Okay. Look, we're stuck on a... I'm a journalist. I think if we're stuck on a train for a... You don't know how long, it might be a great moment to be a nice person. <laughs> As I said, I'm a journalist. <laughs> uh, Kate is is going to head towards the front of the carriage with a view to heading towards the driver. Uh, it's a pretty old train, so the connecting doors between carriages are the kind with a, you know, a handle that you pull down. 
you've got to reach out through the window to pull it from the outside and then do the, the connecting door in the, in the next carriage as well. But all very doable. The doors aren't powered, so they're still working. Um, I can't see anyone in the next couple of carriages. Maybe if you've got the lights, do you want to stay here and I'll be back? No, nope, I will be following you. My editor would not hear it if I left Story Walk away from me. I, I think I, I should probably follow. I've, I've got a, a talk to my phone, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you. Seems the best option. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to leave you on your own. You? Um, fine, that's fine. Um, we're not going to be getting on the tracks or anything, though, are we? That's well, hopefully not. Going. I was just going to head to the driver to see what had happened. Oh. If there's anything I could do to help. Of course, yeah. The but. train jerks a couple of metres forwards. Okay. The movement is sudden, and to Kate's expert-ish, recently trained ear, it sounds like it's moving with the brakes on. Something's Hi. not right here. Um, come on, let's let's head through. Um, watch the gap between mind the gap between <laughs> the, uh, the the trains as you step over. That will do. Uh, is there anything else we can be doing while we're or we just following you? Um, we can maybe try and. Kate is going to, after opening the door between the two trains, just, just hold her on here a sec. If by waiting a, a moment, make sure the train, the train's not going to jerk again. The train jerks again. Okay. <laughs> another couple of metres forward and then a brief pause and then another metre. This is really weird. It, yeah, I, 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 anything I, be causing. Like, is this, I, I thought there were safety measures on these trains. Let's let's try and get to the driver. I would have checked down the side, but it's not safe to, to do that. No, I, that's like absolutely that. not um, a good idea. Maybe we should stay here. Um, Agnes would be um, up against the glass. Um, she'd have tried shining her phone through. That reflects back in her face, obviously. And then she's she's going to put her hands up to the glass to try and see out into the darkness. So out of the side window into the tunnel? Or? Yes, please. Yes. Okay, well, we can't know... Can we? What what she would have seen out there? What the outcome of that would have been? No. But these events happened, so even if there's nobody left alive who witnessed them, they leave some trace on the world, and these kinds of traces can reveal themselves when we give up choice and control. So, Helen, can you please draw a card? The suit of swords represents the darkness that we know eventually awaits the blackout for. So anything that's not a sword is good news. It's the Six of Swords. <laughs> and I'm now going to draw to see what governed your fate in that moment. Hope or darkness. Exactly the same. Anything that's not a sword is good news. And it's the Ten of Pentacles. So, hope tempered the setback. You look out, Agnes looks out of the window of the train carriage and uh, sees darkness out there. No lights on in the tunnel, exactly the same as there are no lights on in the train. But there is also no immediate danger that she sees outside. Um, any danger that there seems to be there definitely is something strange happening, potentially dangerous, but it seems to be ahead towards the front of the train in the direction that the train has been moving. 
not out into the tunnels to the sides. Uh, so driver then. Yes. Uh, and while we're going, um, you and you, names and ages, if you don't mind. <laughs> the age, for some reason, don't ask me, is important. <laughs> uh, Fre Freddie Harrison Wood. Yes. Um, 34. Occupation? Uh, uh, I work in a bank. <laughs> you? Um, I'm a history student. My name is Agnes Jones. I'm 21. Lovely. Sorry, your, your name is? Harry. And, and your age are important. <laughs> My name goes at the top in the byline, you see. There's a picture. See. Um, anyway, uh, driver, yes? Because yes. this was fun for a bit, and now, frankly, I wish we'd just gone... Well, and come on, then. Of... Stop writing okay. things in that. I've got to write things. The train <laughs> screeches forward several metres at once, and you can hear following the screech of the of the stopped wheels along the rails, another sound ahead, near the front of the train, the direction that you're heading in, the sound of crumpling, tearing metal. That does not sound good. I don't think we should be heading in the direction of the driver. No. I, the, the, I just... Okay. What Agnes said. Okay. <laughs> the, the, this, way, this way, this way then. Okay. Um, it's going to start leading people towards the back of the carriage. Okay. The train continues to periodically pull forwards as you head backwards. We can't quite know, any of us, the outcome of uh, this action. Uh, ha the, the pull between Kate getting everybody to the back as the train is being pulled forward. So, Nat, why don't you draw a card for us? Four of Pentacles. Good for you. See what governed your fate in that moment, hope or darkness. That is the Four of Swords. Oh. Hope tempered by darkness. <coughs> you succeed in getting everybody to the back of the train. Just in time. As the, car the back carriage of that you are in as you all pile out the rear door through the, the rear cab into the tunnel, uh, you're forced to abandon safety checks that you would normally do before getting onto the line as the carriage behind you crumples, leaving only the cab unscathed. And the, ca the cab and the crumpled remains of the train behind it continue pulling now away from you along the tracks, screeching every time. Kate stares back at the carriage and just mutters like, fuck, under her breath, trying to figure out if, if there was anything that crushed it or whether it seemed to implode on itself, but uh, in, in that moment immediately it's like, that, that doesn't matter, let's yeah, get out. Um, so it's going to start um, carefully, watch out for that. No, 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 Don't no, touch no, no, that no. hang on, what? hang on, what's doing that? Yeah, it looks so weird. Do you really want to find that out, or do you want to get out? bloody lootly Agnes is walking towards the carriage again. What, now. what are you doing? Oh, no, 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 come back this way. There's a story here. You're, you're with something me? something so strange going on, and I think we need yes, to know what it is. Yes, very dangerous. It's crushing trains. This isn't good. <laughs> there are doors along 
the uh, along the tunnels periodically that will lead us to systems that will lead us out of here. Okay, but if great. we just keep going this so way. So if we go the way the train will reach one of them, and maybe we'll find out what's going on. Don't you? Uh, don't you need to report this? Uh, uh, engineer felt uh, unrequired to report crushing of trains. It's definitely not time for note taking. Um, are you coming with me, Fine. or are you going with them? This way. Come on. Oh, come on, this is once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I promise you, you'll all be in the story. This is going to be great, and I will finally be off the transport beat and happy! Are we in the story, then? Yes, yes you're in the story. Agnes already gone. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, which, which rail was it that we need to avoid? <laughs> so, as everybody is sorting themselves out, they realise that Agnes is already gone, around a bend after the train. And Agnes... Is, uh, Helen, this is a potentially significant moment for Agnes. Um, Agnes would find hope even in a bleak situation um, by confronting the darkness unflinchingly. So we can't know whether she would have confronted it unflinchingly or not unless we draw a card. The Two of Cups. So even in this strange, dangerous, dark situation, Agnes managed to find a spark of hope. And it may be that that spark of hope serves her well over the course of the next, not quite an hour anymore. <laughs> What's everyone else doing? Wait up! I am coming with you. Wonderful. Come on then. Kate uh, rummages around in her bag and picks out a wrench just keeps it in her hand. Freddie's still got hold of his pizza. Um, <laughs> he's making his way, following everyone round the corner to, to see what's going on. Um, probably questioning Harry how much he, he's going to be in the story. How much am I going to be in the story? I mean, that very much depends on how much pizza you're willing to share with me. Well, as I said before, you can have a slice if you want. Does anyone need some pizza? If there is something dealing with that train right. ahead of us. You're not the least bit concerned it might be able to hear you! Oh. What is there that can hear and crush a train? Surely this I is just some sort of incredible safety violation which is going to be fantastic. So... You think just... that someone in TFL did this? Probably. probably. <laughs> I've heard some bad things about Why? Sadiq Khan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's actually very, very good. Oh, right. He's doing his best. Yeah. Is, he, is he doing his best? It's a tough situation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I covered TFL through Johnson and Khan. Johnson was the, you know... Really? Oh, uh, right. Surprising, okay. I know. Okay. Absolutely. As the person with the head talk, Kate notices a couple of things. First of all, the tunnel that you're now walking through, carefully negotiating the rails, is slippery underfoot. It's not usual. And secondly, as you round the bend, you find that you're at a Y junction. There is a second, there is a split. The tunnel that you're in continues to curve around to your right. And another tunnel branches off to the left, which Kate doesn't know the network like the back of her hand yet, but pretty sure that shouldn't be there. Maybe... Maybe it's an access tunnel that leads to like the where they house the trains at night. I I don't remember that. That shouldn't have. Maybe it's and a secret station. There are some of those about. It, yes, but not 
here. Um, is everyone wearing rubber-soled shoes? Uh, no, mine are leather. Chinos. Um, yes, no, those are trousers. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones. What? I don't do fashion. My, mind your step, though, it's wet underfoot. Um, right, okay. Under the rails. Uh, okay. Wet. I'm... So, are we, which one are we going down? Are we going down the left one or the right one? Kate's going to look around with mm-hmm. the head torch to see if there's any clear sign of where the water, I mean, or the liquid, is coming from, why it might be wet underfoot. Uh, so, examining it further, a couple of things. It doesn't seem to be coming from anywhere, you can't see any leaks. And also, it's, it's slick underfoot, but it's not liquid. It's almost like, and Freddie would, uh, Harry would notice this as well, and Freddie with their slightly less uh, um, heavy-duty footwear, that it's kind of like a gel or a jelly that you're stepping on. Uh, there's a little bit of give to it, and it sucks a little bit at your feet as you lift it. Uh, Harry squats down and uh, takes out his spare pen, uh, and kind of just dabs it and gives it a bit of a sniff. See if he can work out what it is. Well, we can't know how that would have turned out unless you draw as a card. <laughs> it, uh, it is the Ten of Wands. Hey. It looked like swords for a second. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. Let's just see what your fate was governed by in that moment. That is seven of swords, everybody. Your hope was tempered by darkness. So, this isn't terrible for you. You succeed in what you were trying to do. Uh, But something bad happens. You get, I guess, a sense of what this is. What it kind of reminds you of, weirdly, I don't know whether, from your research, you know whether Harry ever encountered, like, a medical ultrasound. But it, it reminds you of the conducting gel that is used in medical ultrasounds. But the bad part, where your fate is governed by darkness in this moment, is that it gives you an electric shock. <laughs> What did I just say? No, it's this stuff, whatever you lubricate the tracks with. That's on the rails, that's electrocuted you. Very silly move. Not all the rails. If it was the third rail, I'd be dead. Right, okay, I think, I think we've had enough discussion here. I'm going to take the lead on this one. We're going down the left-hand corridor. Come on, everyone, let's go. Yes. Um, someone else is taking the lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a situation where... Uh, somebody else is taking over responsibility from Kate, potentially she could find hope in this situation. I think she breathes a little bit of a sigh of relief because she had no idea which way to pick Mm -hmm. and someone has, whether she agrees with that decision or not. (laughs) Burn that hope and draw a card to see whether you achieve it. Page of Cups! So even in this dark situation, Kate manages to find a spark of hope. What does that feel like for her? I think um, she, she was filled with such uncertainty before, but uh, I mean, obviously, strange things happening and being the only person that's supposed to have any knowledge in this situation uh, was quite overwhelming. But um, seeing someone just kind of make that snap decision and be like, right, we're going this way, just makes her feel like, okay, well, Whatever is going to be ahead, we'll handle it. 
these these people that I've just met seem to have some As a team. skills. <laughs> and it will be okay. The tunnel that the four of you head into has the same dimensions as the tunnel that you came from, as, as any of the Northern Line tunnels. It is slick underfoot, just like the tunnel that you came out of. Things that are different, there are no rails in this tunnel, and there is none of the conduits and ductwork and piping that you would expect along the walls. There's it's, nothing to follow. It's dark. It's sticky and slick underfoot. Freddy, with his torch, is going to be shining it around and um, shout out into the darkness. Hello! Is, is anybody there? Difficult to know what the outcome of that would have been. <laughs> this is true. So why don't you draw us a card? <laughs> okay. Seven of cups. It's good. Let's see what governed your fate in that moment. That is the four of pentacles. Yes. Hope was on your side in this moment. Tell us what happened. Well, one moment. Uh -huh. This is my hope which is I can prove myself to others that something good is going to come of my efforts. Uh -huh. So with that, I'm going to go back. And let's see whether this allowed Freddy to gain hope in this situation. Ace of Pentacles. So tell us what's going through Freddy's mind in this moment. Freddy took a gamble. Freddy didn't know which one he should go down, but he thought... I like the word left, <laughs> so that's probably where he should go, um, and just plumbed for that. Um, and as he's walking down, munching some pizza, he's feeling pretty, pretty pleased with himself. He's made the right call, and hopefully the others in the group will, um, will admire him. Uh, maybe not respect him just yet, and maybe he'll get a little bit more written about him in the, uh, in the newspaper. <laughs> Walking ahead along this tunnel? Yeah, I think Kate is looking out for any sign of anything, really, any doors, anything that might suggest where they are. Are they still in a tube tunnel? Any kind of machinery? There's none. Okay. The walls of the tunnel are smooth. You can see that they are bored through clay, as are most of the tube tunnels. Is this crossrail? <laughs> that is the sound of your doom drawing nearer. You feel it breathing down your necks. The darkness has claimed the suit of wands. A rhythmic, pulsing blue light begins to pass through the sticky, gel-like substance underfoot. Is it covering the entire floor? It is, is it like a channel? It is covering the entire floor of this tunnel, and blue, almost like nerve networks or sort of the path of lightning, courses through it in a rhythmic pulse moving towards the tunnel, through the tunnel, towards the direction that you're all heading. 
is, is that is that sort of like safety safety lights on a on an aircraft? Are we meant to follow those? Safety goo. Safety goo, goo in a tunnel <laughs> where you're usually not walking. Yeah, I. I've never walked in an underground tube before. It might be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Should we really be going this way? I know I was all kind of. Gunk. I know, I know, but you know, you can have second thoughts. Is this? I know nothing about this tunnel, I know nothing about this goo, these lights or anything like that. I would feel much more comfortable heading back the other way that, and going back the other direction at least. I know that I can find us a door to get out that way. But... Well, I mean, you're the expert here, I was, I was just trying to, to assist. But there is this stuff. You are right though, we should I'm... report it. She's going to take her phone out and start taking pictures. I'm assuming there's no signal down here. There's no signal, but your phone has power. You can take yeah. pictures. Um, you know, I'm all for the for the going back, but I, maybe just a little bit. I'm just going to see if I can, you know, see see where this uh, this blue stuff's going. I mean, try I, not I, to I, let it, just in case. Yeah, I'm not going to touch it again. Don't worry. Yeah. The ground beneath you starts to rumble. I'll be really quick. I'll be very quick. Is that another train coming? Does it sound like another train coming? It's, it has that kind of quality. That is, if you had wanted to compare it to something that is within Kate's knowledge, does that it would sound be a good like it's getting closer? Yes. I know you louder, want to investigate. Louder and also the shaking is starting to become actually I, palpable beneath your feet. I think we don't need to go that way to investigate. I think the investigation is going to come to us, so I think we need to head back down the other way. Okay, I'm just going to go a little further. No, down, no, I um, think Harry just kind of just goes, <laughs> and I want to see if I can um, if I can find out what's Harry's going to try and get to the bottom, of, the bottom of, of it. Things, yeah. So this is a moment where Harry could potentially find hope, despite all of the situation. So. Draw a card. Four of swords. <laughs> so the darkness won't let Harry even have this one thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's going through Harry's head? Um, Harry uh, thinks this is it after 15 years of struggling at the Metro and having bylines on kind of uh, smaller online articles, which he firmly believed was very much beneath his journalistic excellence. Uh, thinks this is it. This is the story. This thing that's going to make him a household name. Uh, it's going to be news night. It's going to be everywhere. Um, and he's going to kind of keep on running. And the more he runs, the more he realizes this was a really bad idea. <laughs> and it gets darker, and the rumbling gets uh, greater until he kind of finds where his journalistic inquisitiveness uh, that line uh, and is going to turn here and run and looks very sheepish and ashamed as he approaches. And ironically, given that what Harry really wanted here was to get to the bottom of things, yes. as he is heading back to the group, a fissure opens Ooh. in the floor of the tunnel, separating Harry from the group. He nearly topples into it. Um, How wide is it? It is... It might be jumpable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not giving us much to work with, Matt. <laughs> with a decent enough run-up. Hey, hey, stay back. So uh, wait, wait, I, wait. You don't have to tell me twice. Um, Kate has rope in her bag. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, right, hold this end. Right, yes, certainly. Hit. <laughs> I think I catch it. <laughs> you can definitely catch a bit of rope, sure. Okay, uh, now what? Jump. Just jump. Or, or you could... Definitely take a run up first. How good oh, are you, at, you. Yes. How good are you at parkour? You could try this. How good am I at parkour? I don't know. You're a very skilled journalist. Maybe you have other skills. The ground is still rumbling. The fissure is widening. Come okay. On. All right. 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 And uh, Harry will, will back up and then back up a little, a little bit more, <laughs> just a tiny little bit more, um, and uh, uh, heroically leap across a cavern, a, a chasm. This is a textbook example of something that we could not know the outcome of, so give us a card draw. Two of Pentacles. Oh, damn. It's good. It's good for you. It's good. It's good. So, you, get, you get across the fissure and yeah. see what your fate was governed by in this moment. That was the Nine of Pentacles. Hey. Hope is very much on Harry's side. Harry quite accidentally... Uh, kind of lands and does a little roll and jumps to his feet, covered in goo. <laughs> See, you're surprisingly athletic. Can we go now? Yeah, yeah, we can go, we can go now. As Harry jumped, he glimpsed down in the fissure the glint of what looked like many small shards of metal moving in concentric circles. Um, do you see... Do you see that? Agnes is um, going to go up, to, she would go up to the edge with a, with a camera torch and, with a phone torch, sorry, um, and uh, peer over the edge. With the torch shining down, you too can see what looks like many small shards of metal, several rings of them moving in counter-rotation, and they move below you out of sight, and there is a grinding, rumbling sound accompanying the movement. Does it sound like it's being powered by two small goblins on bicycles behind it? <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. Kate knows what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might have been the thing out the labyrinth, but okay. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I, can we go back to the getting out of here plan? No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Running back to the original tunnel? Uh, yes, yes, please. <laughs> You run back towards the original tunnel, run, running as fast as you can given the slippery situation of the, uh, of the tunnel floor. Uh, and what you see at the junction is more of those strange lightning-like, nervous system-like uh, forks of electricity moving, but this time not on the floor, at sort of eye level, filling the tunnel. Um, but on the walls? Not on the in walls, the more like, here is the junction, and you see them moving across like this. They could be on the far wall, but they seem like they're closer. Okay. Have we been trapped? Is oh. this... I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna see if it's a trap. <laughs> how, are you, how are you going to do that? So I'm going to walk towards it to see if it gets closer or if it stays far away. Uh, you walk towards the junction. Mm -hmm. You s continue to see what you saw. Mm -hmm. 
it seems to grow closer as you grow closer to it. Right. It doesn't seem to be coming towards you. Freddy is going to reach out and try and touch it to see if it's stopping me from going through. But he's going to take off his belt and wrap his hand in his belt um, for some sort of protection. (laughs) (laughs) We can't know what the outcome of that would be. He's wrapped it pretty well. (laughs) Oh, of the wrapping. You can do the wrapping. That's what happens next when you find out. Eight of Pentacles. Yay. Thank you, boy. And the Knight of Pentacles. Yes. Yes. Pentacles, I like that. Hope was on your side. There's a lot of hope shuffled into these Mm. decks tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Freddy feels a physical barrier. There's no follow-on consequences of that, but there is definitely, the word that comes to mind is membrane, and it has a bit of give in it, and it is slick in the same way that the floor is slick with this gel, and it seems like there is a membrane covering this, uh, this junction, and as you reach out and touch it, it is moving past your hand. Uh, guys, I think we're trapped in here. <laughs> Does it? I mean, like it's like a it's like a big soft wall thing, <laughs> but okay. it's moving. Um, Kay has some wire cutters. Yep. In her bag of tools. Do you want to wrap it in my belt? It's <laughs> <laughs> got an insulated handle. Oh, right, good. Sensible. Walk over your. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's gonna try and use the the wire cutters to cut through the membrane to allow us to. Well, we can't know how that would have gone. <laughs> Go ahead and draw a card. The Nine of Cups! Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> and Two of Swords. <gasps> Kate can cut through this membrane. Despite the insulated handles of the, of the cutters, a shock runs through Kate and it is coming partly through her hands and partly through the ick that she is standing in, right. kind of forming a circuit between her and the membrane and the ick and the bolt cutters and Kate goes rigid and falls into the goo. Oh, no. oh my God. Um, do, does anyone know first aid? No. <laughs> hey, um, Agnes is going to try try and see if um, Kate's revived before. Kate's still conscious. Definitely, it was not a nice shock. No. And you're now covered in goo, but you are reasonably rapidly recovering. Thank you. I, you're right. I, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I just. Did you get an electric shock? It sh- that shouldn't have happened. I mean, I, I'm not an electrician, but I, I'm wearing the safety boots. They were insulated. Ha- I, don't, I don't understand. Um, and there is now a wide slit in the membrane blocking the junction, but the slit is moving and will at some point pass beyond the wall of the tunnel that you're in. Um, let's that, get out of here. No, but that implies if we go through it, then whatever that is, we will be inside it. It might just be a thin membrane passing through. We um, might not be going into I'm something. I'm going through it. It's a casual thin membrane. I don't know. Again, as three of the Black Oak Four are arguing, <laughs> Agnes forges ahead. 
We can't know the outcome of that, so draw us a card. This is the Six of Pentacles. That's good. Tempered by the Queen of Swords. So hope tempered by darkness. Agnes slips through and finds herself in a... There is resistance on the other side. It is non-empty space on the other side of this membrane. And Agnes can see in front of her another membrane uh, flush with the opposite side of the tunnel wall. She is now moving with it. It is not an empty space. There are um, sacks hanging from the ceiling of the tunnel, which is also covered by this membrane. The membrane fills the tunnel. Uh, there are juices sloshing about. And once Agnes has slipped through, she's okay for now, but whatever she's just got inside speeds up and the slit that Kate cut moves past the junction of the tunnel, blocking the entrance once again for the other three, carrying Agnes out of sight. Agnes! Their voices are muffled, but you can hear them. Are you okay? What's in there? <laughs> I, I cannot, I cannot explain. <coughs> Can you, uh, can you get back it. to us? Cut it open. Somebody has to cut it open. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try. Going to hurt. I, I, I've got this, I've got this leather belt round one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try. Maybe let, him, let him do it, let him do it. <laughs> so I'm going to try and cut the, uh, cut let, the membrane. Let's see if it goes any... That is the sound of your doom growing bolder. You can feel it breathing down your neck. The darkness has claimed the suit of pentacles. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. Freddy, give us that card draw. And let's see what happens when you try and cut into this thing. Two of swords. No! No! <laughs> I'm gonna use my thing! So. <laughs> Could you say that again? My virtue, my virtue. Freddy's inquisitiveness is coming into play in this moment. Yep. And he's going to try to use it to rally the rest of the group to pull Freddy out of this pickle. So, what does that actually look like? Uh, so. Having uh, watched Kate do it originally, um, Harry has a good idea of where the membrane is kind of weakest. Uh-huh. Uh, and as uh, 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 as Freddy goes for a stronger bit of it, he's like, no, there, cut there. Uh, and we'll try and kind of better guide right, him. Raise it high, give it to the fire. There we go. Right. And now, Kate, Harry, Agnes, everybody please draw a card. As long as one of them's a cup, we're all right. I have the nine of swords. Six of wands. Ace of cups. (laughs) So with Harry's help, Freddy manages to cut through a weak and potentially less 
gel-covered, conductive section of membrane top, opening an, an aperture for the remaining three to pass through, should they so wish. Well, we've got to go after Well, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Freddy's going to dive straight through the gap, um, head first, <laughs> to get to the other side. Okay, uh, Kate's going to follow very quickly after. Harry gently steps through. <laughs> what has Agnes been up to? Just that time? feeling around, trying to work out what's happening where. Um, if you can try and come back towards us. Yes, follow, follow our voices. I can't see where or hang on, hang on, where I've got the torch from. on. Just follow, follow the light. I can't see anything. There is a sudden sound from the direction of travel. Uh, the movement through the tunnel has been accompanied just by a sort of uh, a slippery sound as of something lubricated by gel moving through a tunnel. But from the direction of travel now you hear a grinding sound beginning and whatever this is that you're in begins to move downwards instead of forwards through the tunnel. Have the others got through at this moment? That everybody is inside as the dive begins. Okay. Are we all in the same... Segment? Yes. <laughs> Agnes is further towards the front. Maybe by sort of the length of a train carriage. Okay. So there's some stuff to push through to meet up with each other, if you wanted to do that. Absolutely. I think yeah. Freddie's going to be like, no, we've got to remain together, we're strongest together, so let's just get everyone in the same place. I'm heading towards Agnes. Come on, everyone, yeah. let's, let's go this way. Pushing through. I think it's... Um, uh, yes, yeah, so, all, all right. You're able to push through and meet up with each other once again. Okay. Now we've got her... I if it's going down, we need to get up and out towards the back yeah. again, like yeah. the train. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay, let's go. We did it once. We'll be okay. fine. Towards the back. Yeah, uh, run. Just yeah. everybody run. Careful though, it's slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Running away from the direction of travel as the whatever you're in is turning downwards. So it's almost like running away from a precipice that is coming up to meet you from behind. Yeah. Not sure how this would have turned out. Who's in the lead here and going to make the card draw? Uh, Harry's pretty terrified right now, so I think he wasn't really waiting for seeing if anybody was going to follow. <laughs> it took the last of his nerve to follow them down. Uh -huh. So I think Harry's not necessarily leading the charge, but probably just it's running away. In front. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, go on, Harry, make a, make a draw for us. Knight of Cups. Ooh. What are the odds? <laughs> The Nine of Cups. Oh. Go, Harry. Hope was on your side in this moment. Harry had never run so well in his life. Um, he'd got used to the kind of... The, and in fact, the, the gelatinous nature of the goo kind of helped him in his ascent. As it, uh, it wasn't necessarily slippery, but kind of gave him a little bit extra uh, grip. Um, and I think in that moment, he probably has even like ran quite a way ahead of them. He wasn't probably not the sort of person to be looking at this point behind him and making sure the others were catching up with him. 
you make it to the back of, well, the word in your head now that you can't avoid is tail of the creature that you are all inside. And it is a sealed environment that you can see uh, a whipping, lashing tail as the tunnel that you're in narrows to that point. So how are you going to get out? We cut our way in, cut our way out, cut our way yeah. out, cut, okay. cut. Yeah, uh, I, I've, I've got the bolt cutter, so I'm going to go again. Um, Kate is just going to pass out general sharp things <laughs> from her tool bag. I'm sure there's proper yeah. Yeah. Harry tools. starts just hacking it with his pen. <laughs> I'm going to use this in replacement of my actual draw so that we automatically pass. So Freddy is calling on the hope that he gained earlier for a boost of energy in this moment to cut through and let all four of you spill out of the back through the tail into the still very slick tunnel. Is this a tunnel that would be a tunnel or is it just more gelatinous? You're now back in a tube tunnel. Okay. There are rails, there are conduits, there is ductwork. The gel coating the entire tunnel is sparking brightly with electricity leached from the third rail. Okay. Um... All of you feel that tingle as you spill into it. You feel like it's not a good environment to stay in for very long. We need to get up and out yeah. of this. Is there a? There uh, should be a little bit further along uh, somewhere. There will be some doors. There will be a, a lip that will be able to climb wait, up go, the side. Wait, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, come yeah. on. Um, and, and Kate is going to very quickly try and take a picture of the tail of the thing whipping away, mm-hmm. and then lead down the tunnel. This is her environment again. Yeah, the tail whips down the newly bored hole. Yeah. The same width and dimensions as the tunnel that you're in, but heading straight down through the floor, the sparking remains of rails on either side. And the floor of the tunnel, destabilised by that boring, begins to collapse towards all of you as you run. Okay, um, Kate is going to try and rally everyone and pull mm-hmm. and, and push that way, that way, that way, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my unlocked hope. Which means that you're able to do that. Before, so. Come on. Come on, team. So what, what, where do you make it to? So I think we get to um, just a bit further along the tunnel. There are some doors um, along the left-hand side. Um, we managed to make it past the sparking uh, on the ground. Kate's pointing out, like, D- watch that bit. Okay, step that way. And we clamber up to the doors and open them. The doors, like the walls of the tunnel, are slick with this goo, Mm -hmm. this slime trail that has been left behind. It is conductive, it's hard to get a grip on, and also keeps shocking and numbing your hands as you try to turn the handle. Okay. Um, And Agnes can see that this is something completely otherworldly and satanic and say, everybody step back, we've got to get this door open somehow or other. She firmly grabs it and keeps hold of it and is desperately trying to open the door when her lights go up. The shock locks Agnes's hand shut around the handle where it stays as in that 
moment of sacrifice, she manages to wrestle the door open. But the moment is here. Your doom has arrived. You can feel its jaws closing around you. The darkness is complete. As the door swings open and Agnes collapses back, lifeless, into the goo on the railway line. The ground of the tunnel, the floor under the three of you and Agnes, gives way completely, crumbling away and dropping all of you into an impossible void. A cavern so huge that it cannot possibly be where it is, and yet. And you plummet, and as you fall you see, writhing below you, the softly glowing, electrically illuminated, writhing bodies of an impossible number of colossal worms, each with grinding teeth at their head and a whipping tail. And those grinding moors turn upwards as you fall. What's the last thing that, what are the last thoughts, feelings or actions of the survivors? Um, as the floor just falls away from beneath Freddy, he realises that there is no hope in this situation, that he is going to die. Um, he looks around, screams for what feels like an eternity before curling up into the fetal position, accepting his fate, closing his eyes, and hopes that it'll be quick. Just as she notices the, the ground crumbling, uh, Kate has just enough time to dive over to Agnes's body to grab hold of her, but then as the floor gives way, she's holding her and she has the wrench in the other hand as she sees these worms coming towards her. And she goes down, but she does not go down without a fight um, for what little it does. She, uh, she swings and swings and swings the wrench at the beasts until she cannot swing it anymore. During Agnes's last moments, Harry had been scrawling notes of whatever this story was. Uh, and the moment at which the ground gave way would have quite a surprise his instinct was to save his story to hurl it through the door so that at least something could get out but because he was taken by surprise his notebook arced up and fell with him and in his final moments he was more distraught that his greatest story would never see the light of day and his light went out. 
Okay, so I'm gonna get on the. I'm getting on the tube now, so I should hear you. Hear you? I should see you uh, in about about an hour or so. Um, uh, don't don't worry about food or anything like that. Um, I've I've sorted myself out. Um, uh, love you lots. See you soon. Bye. Hey, Beth. Um. Look, I'm sorry about before. I I shouldn't have snapped. Things have been tough at work lately, and I. Yeah. I know I can't replace Mum, but I am trying. Uh, look, when you're ready to come home, I'll have to tenner on the counter. Get yourself a takeaway tonight. Yeah, I'll be. Um, I'll be back in the morning. Maybe we can chat again then. Uh, okay. Bye. Hey Tom, yeah, it's uh, it's it's me. I'm on my way to um, uh, you know, what's the chops? The uh, maintenance engineer. Look, you got you got to get me off this beast. The travel beat is absolutely killing me. This, uh, please, just say this is the last one, yeah. Hello, um, I have finished my ghost tour. It was exciting and enlightening. Um, and so nice to be around people who maybe aren't so sure if there are, you know, if there's anything out there that makes a nice change. Anyway, I know you don't believe in any of that sort of stuff, so I won't ramble. But um, yeah, I had a great time. About to get on the tube now. See ya. Lights Out, a stage production by Merely Roleplayers and Blackshaw Theatre Company for the London Horror Festival 2021. It starred Helen Stratton as Agnes Jones, Alexander Pankhurst as Freddie Harrison Wood, Natalie Winter as Kate Walker, Richard Stratton as Harry Bleasdale, and Matt Boothman as The Darkness. The sound design and recording are by Andrew Crane, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. For complete credits and more information about the show, head to foggyoutline.com slash lightsout. If drama be the food of life, play on. <laughs>